The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 114. Season 5, episode 24. Of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. And you join us live. Well, not live, because... Yeah, yeah whenever you're listening. But whenever you are listening, we are currently recording this on the road. We are sat in a hotel room in Exeter. <laughs> it's quite a weird setup. So we're going to make our apologies early if the sound quality is a little bit different to what you're used to, because I didn't bring all the microphones and stuff. We're just going straight into the laptop, straight into the lappy tea. Um, So, yeah, we're currently both sat on my hotel bed. Yeah, and clearly clearly you've had a case of the Brads, because this room (laughs) smells dodge. Behave, behave. So, yeah. I actually said to someone the other day in work about, um, you know, having a case of the Brad Pitts. Yeah. And she was like, what? And I was like, a case of the Brad Pitts? She was like, what? And I was just like, you know, shh. Yeah. Yeah, and then she was just like, oh my God, I've never heard that before. Yeah. I was like, so what do you call it? Jonathan Trotz? <laughs> the <You know>. squits. <laughs> I call it the squits. The squits. rear diarrhea. The squits. I've never heard of that. you never heard of squits? No, no. Anyway. So yeah, so um, we've just woken up after another incredible night in Exeter. Since we last spoke, we had two shows. We were in Leeds on Saturday at the City Varieties Music Hall, which I think was up there as one of the best venues. It was really, really smart, yeah. That I kind up. of felt, I had imposter syndrome yeah, in the yeah, City yeah. Varieties. I felt that the, the talent, the legends that may have walked through that door, and I yeah. was walking through there in joggers. And, a, <laughs> and, and an a, ill tea. And a LeBron James t-shirt. Yeah. So, I mean, it took us forever. to. Fa- that was the one downside. We got told, they were like, oh yeah, you can park just outside the venue. So we're going round this little circular road round Leeds City Centre. And the only way we could have got to the venue was to literally go down the pedestrian walkway for yeah, the shops. Yeah. There was a guy selling poppets. And to be fair, <laughs> if anyone has issues with poppets in school, it would have been tempted to mow that stall down. <laughs> yeah, those fidget things. Um, anyway, we found the venue eventually. And like I say, it was absolutely stunning. And the night itself was incredible. So massive thank you to everyone who came to our lead show. Um, and then last night, because Adam has now started his Easter holidays, um, we were in Exeter at the Corn Exchange. And Monday night, uh, but again, the audience were just unbelievable. So again, massive thank you to everyone who came last night, especially the fact that the vast majority of the audience there last night aren't even broken up yet. No, they? no, they were, uh, yeah, you, and, and the great thing was, you could tell it was the last week. Though. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. if there was a couple of weeks left, I don't think we'd have had the had the uh, atmosphere that we had. But I think we we mentioned it, didn't we, in the show, you know, a couple of the old staff members were drinking. Having a couple of And scoops. we all know that the next day, it's just going to be some Easter colouring, <laughs> yeah. some Easter bingo, yeah. whatever, an Easter, Easter egg word, hunt. Oh, Easter word search. You need to get some fresh air if you're feeling a bit rough. Easter egg hunt. Nice, yeah. nice. Bonnet parade and all sorts. Oh, bonnets. Yeah. So to everyone who's on their Easter holidays, we hope you're having a lovely time. We thought we'd just get this episode, because obviously Adam's off for two weeks now. I'm off for two weeks after that. We're on the road uh, doing loads more shows. 
So we didn't want to take a massive three-week break, so we thought we'd nip a little cheeky episode in now to keep you guys going, but this will be the last one for a couple of weeks until we're back in, in <laughs> to, school. To keep you guys going. I could just imagine people just being like, who wins the app? <laughs> Give me the app, I need the app. <laughs> um, no, we hope it gives you a little bit of a giggle, a little bit of a smile. So, um, so yeah, so we've got a Cardiff show tonight. Which again will be. I always love going to, to to Wales. Actually, any anywhere that I go in Wales to do training, anything like that, always goes down really, really well. So looking forward to that. And then we're in Wigan on Wednesday. Yeah. And we've got a couple of days rest before it really kicks in. Yeah, we've got a massive week next week. Haven't so, we, so Lyme Regis on Sunday, and then yeah. it's and then it, it. Am I right in thinking it's. Winchester Tuesday. Winchester Tuesday. Winchester uh, Tuesday. Yep. And then Bath, we've got Bath Wednesday. 13th. Ba- uh, Bristol. 14th. Cambridge. 15th. Colchester. 16th. And then the homecoming. Coming show at the Lowry on the 17th. I'm coming home, baby, now. <laughs> so that's that's like a pretty much a full week yeah. of having to put up with you. Oh, come on. Do you know, do you know what I think? I think I've proved something to you over these... You know, the couple of times we've been away, that I am fantastic company. You know, I know I've slept in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you have got, I've talked about this on the podcast, I've got the most ridiculous snoring pattern I've ever known of any man. Yeah, but. You, like but, yesterday, when you when I was driving down it, and it was a long drive, it was, a long it was drive, like four yeah. hours and a bit. And I'm driving down, and first hour, you were, you know, you were chatting, or should I say ranting, but we won't go into that. <laughs> And then, and then you you finally hit your snooze, and then you were n- nothing out of you, and then all of a sudden you just did this massive snort. Honestly, it proper did me up. <laughs> yeah, but th- th- I was like, oh my god! Again, though, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy to make excuses. Um, but like my my son was up from three o'clock till six o'clock on that morning. So I knew as soon as I got in the car, I was like, I'm tired here. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I discovered that tune. Now, I do want to share this tune. I've put it on a few of my Insta stories. Um, I went, I took my son to soft play. Now, I've, I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. And um, and we went to I'm soft... I'm so glad I never have to go to soft play. We went to soft play. And, you know, my son's running around like headless chicken. I'm sat there with a, with a drink. And... <laughs> nice for you to get involved. <laughs> Well, Spend some quality time no, with but he, no, but like, he, he doesn't I'm need sat me. there. No, but he doesn't need me now because he can go on the big slides and, you know, my oh, size. You, you yeah, fit. my size is not great, you yeah. know. Uh, but then suddenly they started playing these tunes and they weren't just like your typical, you know, old McDonald had a farm. They were f- playing absolute Mr. bangers, yeah. Mr. Tumble. I remember going to one where they had Mr. Tumble on the on repeat. Yeah, no, I couldn't I couldn't do that. But there was a song. Is it is it Chicane? Yeah, Chicane. Chicane or Chicane. Chicane. Featuring Brian Sound Adams. It out. Called, called Don't Give Up. And it is, it's a, it is, it's a monster tune. Yeah. It goes a little bit like this. Don't give in. You know it's true. Gotta do. Anyway, you can get the, get but, the general But it'll trip. be in tune when you listen to it on the Spotify. That's just because we're recording through a laptop, guys. <laughs> yeah. As we said, the sound quality will be a little bit off. That actually might put it in tune. There's people listening. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we hope you are enjoying your Easter holidays. Or uh, that's annoying, isn't it? When you've got when people have holidays at different times. Well, it's a blessing and it's a curse, isn't it? It's a blessing and a curse. So for one, the blessing is right. If you've got um, children in school, 
your own children. Yeah. And they're, they've got different holidays. Yeah. That's dream stuff, isn't it? Because then you actually get a bit of a rest. Yeah, a little bit of rest. Yeah, right, so yeah. That, that's a blessing in a way. Uh, but then it's a curse when you've got teacher mates who are off and you're stuck in school. So they're posting on Insta, posting on Facebook. Bottomless brunches. Like you could see yesterday when we said in the show... Who is on the Easter holiday? There was like three people who were like, wee, and the rest of them were like, you could see yeah, it in the face, the anger. But then I always think though, it's a, it's a game of patience because obviously like me and you are different. I'm off for two weeks now. Yeah. You then break up next week and then you're off for two weeks. So when I go back for that first week, you are going to be off. And I think it's just that little Tina turnaround, isn't it? Yeah. Would I prefer to have the later week? Probably not whilst I'm off, but when I go, when I go back, I'll be thinking... Oh, God, I could have done another week. Yeah, it depends on what the weather's saying, I think. Yeah, true. That's the other one. Like, this week, it's not been great, has it? But there was a, there was a post I saw online, uh, which was, what is a prime example of a blessing and a curse? Oh, right. Right, so uh, cast your eyes over some of these. Right, first one, having a well-paying job you can't stand. Oh yeah, that yeah, that is a blessing and a curse. I mean, that's the opposite of being a teacher, though, really, isn't it? Or a TA. <laughs> I don't know if this is a thing in the UK, but if you get pooed on by a bird, it's supposed to bring good luck. My dad got pooed on by a bird. Two weeks le- later, he got pooed on by another bird. <laughs> <laughs> like London buses. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, have you ever been pooed on? Yeah, in school. I got I've pooed. been. I've I mean, been. Are we talking about? Birds now, flying birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. birds. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I've spoke about this once before. I remember having the worst possible day, like heading into high school that I've ever had, and I missed the bus. Right, so my day started off by missing the bus. So I missed the bus, and then I ended up getting on like another bus that I didn't really get. I was not familiar. Didn't have my boys there, and on that day, I had a brand new PE bag with a brand new pair of trainers in. Right. right, which, you know, mum and dad had gone and got me. And then I'd left, I ended up leaving that bag on this bus. So I got off the bus really upset. Ooh. I was only like year seven, eight. I got off really upset thinking, oh my God, Big Mike's not going to be happy. You know, he spent a fiver on these Lonsdale trainers. <laughs> no, he, 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 they were decent trainers. And then I was like, I was walking to school proper sad. And then I just, you know, <laughs> Absolutely all over me. And honestly, it, I was walking in and it was all yellow. I was, it was, I, I honestly said to someone that day, I was like, this, no one else will have had a morning like this. Yeah. A missed bus, a lost PE bag, then covered in shades. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone said, kids, I love mine, but damn, they're annoying. A blessing, a blessing and a curse. And a curse. Oh. Um, having lots of free time, but no money to do anything. If that's a curse. I mean, it depends, like you said, it depends if everybody else is doing loads of stuff, like everyone you know yeah, yeah. is doing FOMO. loads of stuff. Yeah, I get bad FOMO, real bad. Fame. Everyone likes you and you're probably very rich, but you can't leave your house without people staring and being weird. Well, go on, tell us about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you edge your celeb you. <laughs> oh, don't even start. <laughs> uh, knowing a place with the best, you are blessed with the best of food here. You are cursed with whatever you try said food somewhere else. So, like, you know, if you if you like have the best pizza somewhere, yeah. Whenever you have that same pizza, it's always going to disappoint. Oh yeah. 
Well, I is is one is one original one, a blessing one, and a curse. Is being there for something really funny that happens. Yeah. Right. That's the blessing. The curse is having to be the one to retell the tale. Oh yeah. Because how many times do you witness or you're involved in something so funny? Yeah. That when you come back to saying to someone, you never gonna <laughs> believe what happened, and then. That person offers you absolutely nothing. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like the classic. Guess you had to be there. Yeah, yeah I hate that. Um, being a lefty, I think left-handed. It's fun having something unique about you. Plus, all lefties get excited about meeting other left-handed people. It's hilarious. There's so much that just sucks though about smudging ink with your hand when trying to write, noticing the entire side of your hand has turned grey from using pencils all day, and trying to take notes in any spiral notebook with three ring a binder. It's an effing nightmare. <laughs> Cheers, Tom. <laughs> what? Wait, do you know the only thing I've picked out about that whole little weird left-handed rant was do left-handed people get excited meeting left-handed people? Nah. So did he put the left hand out to shake hands and someone else puts the left... Whoa! It's like Joey... Are you left-handed? No, I'm right-handed, oh. left-footed. Oh, that's right. But that's oh, different. you're really weird, then. That is weird, yeah. People always I'm left say... I'm left-handed, left-footed. And then you know what they say about left-handed people? Very creative. Mm. Which uh, is a load of rubbish, isn't it? But that's why I think I prefer typing. That's why, you know... We're not going to open. We're not going to open the can of worms that is pen licenses. Oh no! But if Gary. you did research on how many left-handed people don't have a pen license, yeah, I think you'd be on to something. Yeah. Um. So, right. What else is new? Well, what else is going uh, on? I do want to say, last week, if you if you follow Two Mr P's podcast on Instagram or obviously you on the podcast Facebook group, I took Nana Maureen to the pictures last week. Oh yeah. Um, I know a lot of people have been saying about uh, where's Nana Maureen yeah, been. Yeah, and we it's... do, we do, you know, we do want to tell you she is okay. She is doing... absolutely fine. We she's are not too bad. We are desperate to get another recording with her, aren't we? It's just yeah, timing yeah. wise, it's not worked. It's just you know she's 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 up and down, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. You know, she's she on the whole, she's absolutely fine. She's awaiting a um, is it a hip replacement? Hip replacement. Hip replacement. Um, so she's struggling with that a bit. So it's a bit of a lottery. Like sometimes you can rock up and she's, you know, full of, she's, you know, Nana Maureen, she's full of beans, but then sometimes she can be in a bit of trouble with her hip and she's not feeling as up for it yeah. recording. So it's just been one of them. And obviously with us being away so much, we've just not had a chance, but she is doing fine. She's, yeah. And we will be, we will be getting her back on, uh, very soon. Uh, what I loved was I took a picture. I always do, you know, I take my Nana to the pictures a couple of times a year and I always get a little selfie with her um, and I posted it. We went to the cinema the other day and uh, so many people commented going, oh, I don't need to message now. Now I know she's okay. So it yeah. is so lovely that people, you know, do care about uh, Nana Maureen. But yeah, uh, I booked at the cinema for Mother's Day. Obviously, I booked you a ticket as well, didn't I? But yeah. you were struggling. You were I struggling with migraine. Your, your migraine. Yeah. So I ended up taking Nana Maureen. Now, it was it was really good. Uh, the film was brilliant. We went to watch the Phantom of the Open. Uh, if no one's ever heard of it or seen it, it's a British film written by the first ever podcast guest, Mr. Simon Farnaby. Legend. Um, and yeah, it's such a funny film based on a true story about this. This uh, he's like a, a a crane driver or crane operator. 
Yeah. And he enters the British Open golf tournament, even though he, he doesn't know how to play golf. Right. And then he ends up somehow getting in and, and he hits the worst score ever. But it's brilliant. Really, really funny. Really uplifting as well, actually. Just really nice. My nana loved it. But there's a few a few issues, right? right. So I'm going to start off with, I thought, you know, I want to be comfy. I'm taking my nana. I've got to push her in a wheelchair. I want to be comfy. So I put new joggers on, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, with a new pair of trainers, new pair of white trainers. Got the wheelchair out of the car propped it up and then helped Nana Maureen out and kind of held her hand as she sat in the wheelchair. As she sat in the wheelchair, the brakes kind of flicked off and the wheelchair rolled back onto my brand new trainer. And my brand new trainer had such a plum tire mark (laughs) from my Nana Maureen. And then, you know, classic Nana... Everything all right? Yeah, yeah, fine. I looked down like, oh, no. Wounded. Wounded. My Lonsdales, no. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so then I, I went to, we went to the cinema and I kept getting shocked by the lift, which, which gave Nana oh, Maureen... I hate when that happens. Which gave Nana Maureen the biggest load of lols I've ever seen. Every time I was getting like shocked by this lift. Um, but she made, a, she made a funny O, right? So we watched this film... She loves to tell people that her grandson's taking her to the pictures. Yeah. So she didn't bring a purse, Nana Maury. Yeah. I mean, tactical. You know what I mean? I'd already booked the tickets, Nana. So I took her to... Con- you get the snacks, Nana. I, t- yeah, I was thinking, where are my nachos, Nana? Don't tell me I have to buy myself. So I uh, I took her to cost, cost, uh, Costa. I'm thinking Costco then. I'm not dragging around Costco. So I went to Costa, got her a, um, got her a cappuccino... And a toasty, she wanted a toasty. Now, you know, normally she doesn't eat. You know, Nana, yeah, she doesn't yeah. really eat. Suddenly I'm paying. She wants a toasty from, <laughs> from Costa. Um, I know, it. yeah, I'm absolutely going into my overdraft for Nana Maureen here. Anyway, she's going, you know, the woman's like, oh, what, what are you two doing? And she's straight away, my grandson. <laughs> my grandson's taking me out. And, you know, anyway, so push her. We go and watch the film. <laughs> so I'll push her away. <laughs> Need context in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's Adam and Nana Maureen. Welcome to Jackass. Dun, 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 dun. So I just put her, <laughs> leave her on her ass, and then so, go watch this film. Yeah. So the lift wasn't working, so I pushed her down the escalator. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. So we went to watch the film. Now this is the classic. We we come out the film, and and Nana is she's in a dream world. She loves it. But this is the one thing I forgot to say. The film was at 10 to 8, right, on yeah. a Wednesday night. Now, right. I'm obviously still in work. I, 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 I sort the kids out, give the kid the tea, get the kids to bed or get them ready for bed. And then I set off about half, uh, no, about just after seven, pick Nana up about quarter past seven, right? Pull up, ring the doorbell, stand outside. Obviously, it takes Nana quite a while to come down. I hear the handle on the door, and I'm like, here we go. She opens the door. I'm fully expecting there. Aya, you all right? This is what I was greeted with. You should have left it. I went, what? She went, you should have left it. It's too late. I went, I bloody booked it. And she was like, no, I'm only thinking of you. I went, it's not even eight. And it was well bright. I was yeah. like, but the funniest one, so I'm pushing her out of the cinema, and we go over to the lift, right? And I'm pressing the lift and the lift isn't coming. And every time it goes ding and the light up, the door doesn't open. I'm like, oh no, the lift's broken. So go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
just such a classic go with this from Nana. I go over and there's a traffic centre worker there, this, this lady. And I went over and said, excuse me, um, the lift isn't working. So the woman walked over and went, oh, it's classic. It's that lift. Sometimes it just chooses to switch off. Feels like it's done enough work. It doesn't need to do any more. And Nana goes, sat in a wheelchair, goes, I don't blame you, love. You must work awfully hard. <laughs> <laughs> so the woman went, looked at Nana and I went, Nana, she's talking about the bloody lift, not her. And oh, honestly, we had such a such a laugh. But um, no, she is. She's doing absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if you do come to a live show. Yeah, you will get a little. You will get a little glimpse of the old Nana Maureen. From she Nana does. Maureen. She does introduce. She came us. and watched the uh, the kids at rugby on Saturday, which was which was class. She was uh, loving it watching the the kids play rugby. It was uh, my kids' eleventh birthday on Sunday. How time flies! That's that that is scary. It is. It is scary. I was working at Ofsted when you found out you were having triplets. Really? That's how scary it was. Yeah. And obviously I found out because I was on my phone because I wasn't doing any work. No. I was at my desk on my phone play, <laughs> playing Minesweeper. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, obviously they didn't get, have a birthday party last year because of COVID. I don't think they had one the year before. They had the tents, didn't they, just before? Oh, yeah, we had yeah. the tents before lockdown. They had an early birthday, which worked out quite well. So we decided to take the, let them have, because obviously it's year six, it's the last time they're going to be yeah. with their friends when they all go to different sort of secondary schools, really, um, no matter what they say. You know, when they go like, oh, no, we'll always stay, you don't. No, you, don't. you got you, How many friends have you still got from your primary school? I mean, are we talking like friends who are texting C? Yeah. Well, what other friends? <laughs> no, because because like is it? if we're talking if we're talking like Dobbo, like I don't really speak They're to more him. Like, when I, no, when I see him, you see him, you're like, oh, but you're talking like you're going on a night. No, out. I'd say maybe one. Would would they post on your Facebook wall and say one, one? Who one. is it? Walkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's still in. The, he's still around. From my primary Euros, school, one. Uh, I think. Daz. Daz, yeah, 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 and he's still quite. He's a godfather. Godfather to to Harry boy, um, so yeah, so we, we were like, right, what do you want to do? So um, we decided on junkyard golf, um, and booked it, only to realise it was the bloody marathon on Sunday. Yeah, it's a tough. So books go on, and and of course you tough can't. Tough titties. Yeah, you can't <laughs> drive around town for the marathon. No, uh, it's mad that the whole city shuts down for just people running. Now, I say this because... You don't run. I don't run anymore. My knees... My, I did get into running for a while. I say this every episode, don't I? But... Um, it's the way you go, I don't run anymore. Like, you're, yeah. like you're a blue war hero. <laughs> I don't run anymore. <laughs> my legs have taken too much. Um, but yeah, I remember those running days. My hat goes off to everyone who does does a marathon, but it... it nah, not for me. Yeah, not for me. no, I mean... I'm all about those movie marathons. That's all I can yeah, just about. The energy I can muster, yeah. Um, so we, we, the only way we could get around it was to to take them on the train. So we had to take 12 kids you on, to the get train, on the train. On the train from Ermston into town. And I'm not going to lie, I was absolutely dreading it. So luckily we had the lead show. So we got home at a reasonable hour. Yeah, didn't it we? was, wasn't it? Yeah. Because um, usually at the minute when we're travelling on a Saturday, we come straight home and we're not getting back. To, like tonight. We're in Cardiff. We're driving home straight away, so we're looking at two, three o'clock. Two, three o'clock arrival. Um, so I, luckily, I wasn't too tired, but I was just dreading it because I was like, I have enough 
with children during the week. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I can just about stomach my own kids. And <laughs> Messing around. around on the platform. This is your own time you're wasting. <laughs> yeah. We won't play junior. You'll miss a couple of holes. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, hats off. They were absolutely sound. What a nice bunch of kids. Um, and they were lovely. And uh, have I told you that one of my one of my boys has got a girlfriend? Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, yeah. Charlie boy's got a girlfriend. And so was she there? She was there, oh, and they yeah. were sat together on the train. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was uh, yeah. So anyway, we went there, and it was absolutely enjoying our golf's good, isn't it? Have yeah, for, yeah. I've been once with Cotney John, but you know, ev- <laughs> well, everyone everyone can imagine how it went, Cotney John, because we, we were drinking doing it. And it was like, I said to, at one point I said to Cotton John, if I get, get a hole in one on this hole, you've got a down two drinks of my yeah. choice. And he was going, yeah, all right, no worries. Yeah. What did the big dog do? Tapped her Sink in for him one. On. And then Cotton John had to down two hooches. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, someone someone recognised me there, this head teacher. Funnily enough, the head teacher of the school that Marcus Rashford used to go to. All right, in Wivenshire. So, yeah, so I was chatting to her and she was like... Uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> you on a school trip? I was like, no, it's my kid's birthday. But Have yeah, you done an evolve? <laughs> I know. I've done the risk assessment. We're good to go. But no, it was actually a lot easier, a lot straightforward than than I imagined. So that was that was nice. So um, so yeah. So that's been that's been my week. It's just full on gunko with the shows and school later on this week, and then uh, yeah, we finished for Easter. But it's not. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because we're sort of working, but doing the shows is just so enjoyable yeah so it's, it's sort of a work the, the worst thing about it is obviously the travel in it the travel the traveling yeah, and the driving think, everywhere the but actual, when we do the shows they are unbelievable yeah the shows are the shows are amazing the energy from everyone is is great and I, i'm loving every single minute of it i think it i think you know like only dad because he's traveled with us so many times it is it is the traveling and stuff and, and even just doing the show is tiring oh yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. you are yeah, tired yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you, like we always say, it doesn't matter how tired you are. Because at the end of the day, I was feeling, I wasn't feeling the freshest at Leeds. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, but as soon as we walked out, you weren't looking the fresh. The reception, <laughs> the reception we got it is is. Yeah. It, honestly, every time I know I say it every time, it it just blows the, me away. The thing I is now, it. like we, we we're filming like everyone at the end, and like it's like a massive applause. Yeah. And what I, I, my tactic with this is. Whoever's coming to the next show, I want to start doing you have to do, before, outdo yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. have to outdo it. You have to beat the show before. So, you know, you're coming to one of our shows over the next couple of weeks. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure at all. And of course, we've got um, the book. The second book is, uh, well, I think the edit's pretty much done. Yeah, I know we've done well. So yeah. this is your own time you're wasting. is available to pre-order. But we've also got the paperback release of book one. So put a wet paper towel on it, the Sunday Times bestseller is when what date is it the 14th it's coming out on thursday april 14th thursday so, april yeah. 14th so i know there were a couple of people who didn't want it in hardback i don't know why uh but yeah they were like when's the paperback out so 14th of april you'll be able to get a paperback copy and also at the minute up until the 9th of april the audio book is on special offer on audible two for one so you can buy our um audio book i put a wet paper towel on it and then get another audio book completely free i could recommend a couple actually what are the ones that i've listened to that i really like on audible um depending on what you want really but i read a really good one 
Let me see. Um, I quite like the James Felton books. They're quite good. The Jimmy Carr book's great. Um, Louis Theroux's book's good. There's one by Tova Lee, You Did What, which is which is good. Um, Let That Be a Lesson by Ryan Wilson. Loved re listening to that. Mo Gilligan's book. So basically, you can get uh, a book for free by downloading our audio book as well. So, um, yeah, go and check that out. Right, let's take a quick break and then we'll bring some stories your way. Yeah, so I have, we saw a post on Facebook where it was basically ridiculous things you've heard. So these are very much O's, I would say, that they are. Right. They are underneath the O bracket. Uh, I did just want to throw this out. I know we spoke about it on the last step, but I did see something on Facebook where it says, things we don't talk about. Number one, Bruno. <laughs> Number two, Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> uh, but no, so this one. Overheard a discussion between two colleagues. They were discussing a recent car accident that had been in the local news where someone had tragically gone too fast around a sharp bend and their vehicle had flipped over. Colleague one, the driver died and the passenger was decapitated. Colleague two, so did they die as well? <laughs> oh, God. No, no, no. Oh, Just walk around with yeah. no head on. <laughs> Bloody sleepy hollow. <laughs> um, someone, <laughs> this cracks me up. Someone said that someone had a Vianetta against them. <laughs> I think she meant... Vendetta. <laughs> Was it a mint Vianetta? A Vianetta. That's great, isn't it? Um, my other half owns an estate agent. Once in the office, he calmly told a woman on the phone, I've got a semi coming on for you. <laughs> Oh, oh, funniest reason an employee is not turned up for work. Sorry, I can't come in today. I'm in hospital. I accidentally drank the contents of a lava lamp. <laughs> True story. <laughs> How do you accidentally drink the contents of a lava lamp? I mean, to be fair, I you know, like Tango Ice Blasts, they look nice, don't they? Lava lamps... <laughs> They look nice. No, there's no excuse. You no, know, I mean, I'm saying, I'm trying to make an excuse. Yeah, no, no. I shouldn't have drank it, all right? <laughs> um, working in an eye clinic, a man. <laughs> when when you when you passed when you went on the toilet after eating a lava lamp, does does the poo just swirl around? <laughs> Quite mesmerising. I know it'd be an exotic toilet <laughs> trick, wouldn't it? Um, working in an eye clinic, a man arrives and says, "Sorry, my wife couldn't come for her appointment today." She isn't very well, but I've brought her glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What would your response be if you work behind the car counter of boots or spectacles? Well, if, if I'm going to be, if I'm going pure teacher school staff. Yeah. Uh, leave it with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. We actually need the eyes attached to these glasses. Um, right. Working in a nightclub. I asked a new employee to get me some ice. He went to the shop. Ten minutes later, he brought me back a bag of rice. 
That is something o- O'Brien would do, on it? Yo, OB, yeah, that's... I mean, that, that could, that's easily done, in it? Because, you know, it's a nightclub, it's a, it's a noisy atmosphere. But you've then got to ask the question, why would oh, you need rice? That is so funny. Oh, God. That is so... I, wonder, I always wonder what rice. Yeah. Did he go whole grain? Did he go brown? Did he go golden vegetable? <laughs> Who knows? Right, so uh, I've got some sort of cringe O's. Nice. So this came off a tweet. Uh, by Sophie, which said, the worst thing just happened, I won't ever recover. I reached into a box of free samples outside a chicken restaurant, only it wasn't free samples. It was a man holding a box of chicken. (laughs) His chicken. I tried to steal this man's chicken. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to be thinking, what's the guy, what's going through the guy's mind there? I know. Um, my granddad, so then people replied with similar yeah, sort of stories. Yeah. My granddad would once on a train and noticed that a passenger had forgotten his bag. He grabbed the bag, ran after him, yelled, wait, you forgot this, and threw it out onto the platform as the doors were closing. <laughs> Turns out it was another passenger's bag. <laughs> that is so honest, but don't be so honest if it's a no. Yeah. Oh, um, great. Was once followed by an oddball in the supermarket was frightened, so started to speed up. So did he. Ended up with him literally chasing me up and down every aisle. Eventually caught up, and then he asked if he could have his trolley back. (laughs) 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 I was once on a long flight. (laughs) I was once on a long flight, and the woman next to me looked like she was struggling to turn the TV on. The screen was black and she was pressing buttons. I reached across and pressed the power button. An hour or two in, I realised they had privacy screens and I just turned the TV off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In a highly trendy Sanderson Hotel in London, I go for a wee in the gents. The design is futuristic. I start weaning the urinal. Man comes in and starts washing his hands in the urinal. My horror at him turns instantly into horror at me because I was weeing in the sink. (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. Um, My mum's friend was eating a muffin and the guy next to her kept picking pieces off it and eating it. She was like, what the F? When the muffin was gone, he went and brought another muffin, went and bought another muffin. To make a point, she grabbed the dude's muffin and left then found her muffin in a purse. Oh, no. Oh, oh my days. <laughs> Went to find the toilet in a cafe. Thought it was odd how far away it seemed to be from the seating. Found it and thought it was odd that there were toothbrushes in there. Turns out I was in someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. A friend had eye surgery. Even though his vision was still blurry, went to a restaurant. He went to the bathroom where he saw a man approaching him and then awkwardly did the, no, you go, no, you go for five minutes. Turned out he was stood in front, he was stood in front of a mirror the entire time. <laughs> oh, here we go. Time for me to roll out my... I grabbed the bald man's head thinking it was a melon. <laughs> Story again. Yes, 
I, uh, delivery driver, bent down to pick up a box to my kitchen counter. I reached down and grabbed the melon. I was confused as I didn't order a melon. Alicia didn't try and, like, <laughs> chop it up. Yeah. Put it on the sideboard. Pop her in a blender. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, a few years ago, my parents stopped at a rest stop so my mum could use the facilities. A minute later, another woman got in and didn't notice until Dad said, Look, can only take you as far as Chicago. Her husband was cracking up in the other silver Kyoto in the next spot. So she got in the wrong car. Oh, no. On the bus to London to work, it was a rainy day, so I put I had a wet umbrella at my feet. At my stop, I went to pick it up, but the handle somehow hooked under the trouser leg of the man next to me. The more I fumbled to retrieve it, the more it disappeared further and further <laughs> up his leg. <laughs> oh, God. Reminds me of the time in the coffee shop when the barista placed a coffee in front of me. Instinctively, I placed my finger into it and swirled it. I asked for milk, I said. Uh, yeah, that's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to, horror, to the horror-stricken oh, customer next yeah. to me. Mine arrives, I take it and run. Oh, Bad form God. there. I'd, yeah, I'd offer be... to buy another another one. Yeah, you can't be doing that. I once admired. I don't know. Though. <laughs> I don't know though. After the melon, uh, there's not. There's not. It's not <laughs> yeah. much worse. Than that. Imagine being the bald guy. Just like bending down to pick someone up, and someone's grabbing your head. Hey, what are you doing? This melon's chuff. <laughs> it's not right. It's not ready. Uh, I once admired a beautiful coat on a mannequin in Topshop. Like, full-on admiration. I stroked it, brushed my face against it. <laughs> you know where this is going. Don't judge me. It was a very cosy-looking coat. Only to realise that the coat wasn't hanging on a mannequin. It was hanging on a real girl. Oh. <laughs> a real human being. <laughs> I don't... Some, honestly, I don't know anybody. <laughs> if I walked into a shop with Kim or with, I don't know, Mum, yeah. or even if I pushed Nana Maureen... And she started rubbing her face against a mannequin. Well, don't most mannequin... Maybe it was the same bald guy that thought his head was a melon. Because no. most mannequins are bald, aren't they? Well, yeah, but you wouldn't... You wouldn't... At no point would you go, uh, if it was like a coat, you wouldn't rub it against your face. That's no, just some, weird. Claire does that when you go when you walk, go shopping. She like has a feel of the clothes. Yeah, I don't mind a feel. How do you not know it's a real person? <laughs> I don't know. They must have been well pale and stood so still. <laughs> Daughter-in-law gave me a lift to Asda to get cash, hopped out, withdrew some money from the ATM, turned around and hopped back in. Uh, D-I-L had changed into a very... Oh, daughter-in-law, sorry. Oh, my word. There's a no. Yeah. Daughter-in-law had changed into a very surprised-looking man. Got D-I-L. out and saw she'd moved the car for no reason. <laughs> I was trying to fit in the word count of Twitter there, and I've got myself all confused. <laughs> I met this guy at a mall before a concert. We kept running into each other, so we decided to have lunch together. He asked me about one of the bands playing, gave a few bars of the song, and I said I hated that song. He was the singer of the band. Oh, <laughs> I found out at the concert. No. <laughs> that is, I hate that song. <laughs> this next one. <laughs> That's nothing. Wife and I... <laughs> Wife and I met a friend for lunch one day. I bent over to give a friend's baby a peck on the cheek and see she was breastfeeding until it was too late. It wasn't a baby I kissed. (laughs) Talk about making a titty yourself. (laughs) I mean, 
How do you recover from that? Uh, oh my word, that is unbelievable. At the supermarket, I unlocked my car from a distance and saw two old ladies about to open the boot. Shouted at them, scared them in fact. Got into the driver's seat, only realised it wasn't my car. Oh, so same many. make, same model, same colour. Mine was parked two cars down. I mean, I've got like a, I've got like a Nissan Qashqai now. Yeah. And there's a lot of Qashqais around. Mm. So I often, you know, if I park up, I often go and I'll be, go to, a, you know, the wrong, wrong Qashqai one. and then be like, oh no, this is mine. I never get in. Yeah, like, you know straight away, yeah. don't you? My friend went shopping with a twin, kept holding up clothes suggestions for feedback and was getting annoyed at being ignored. Turns out my friend hadn't been talking to her sister on the other side of the rack of clothes. She was talking to herself in a mirror. Oh, <laughs> no, surely not. That's like something in an old school Mary Kate yeah, Ashley yeah. thing. Yeah. When I was like eight, I was wearing those Healy shoes with the wheels. I was in Tesco and I grabbed my dad's back jean pocket to pull me along. Turned around to see my dad running after me. I'd grabbed some <laughs> random dude's butt pockets in Tesco's. He turned around looking really scared. I've done that before. What, grab some random dude's butt yeah, pockets? Yeah, we, when we went to the zoo when I was about, oh, we must I was about eight, I think. And it was dead busy in the zoo and we were walking. And I remember just putting my hand in uh, in the pocket, what I thought was dad's pocket. And yeah. it wasn't. It was just some random guy. Oh, I must no. have thought I was like pickpocketing. I was, so, I was like, oh, so I'm really sorry. I thought I was going to get in loads of trouble. <laughs> I remember, I remember getting lost in, uh, I remember getting lost in like a, you know, Stratford, Stratford Arndale, Stratford Mall. Yeah. And I remember on the, on the, um, announcements, it was like Adam Parkinson to reception, oh, yeah, Adam yeah, Parkinson yeah. to reception. And I remember being like, sick, <laughs> am, I, am I famous? Mom I remember you getting lost once and then we had to go to like the customer services. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I used to get lost on the regs. Yeah. Going to hunt for... <laughs> You were just obsessed with a guy at Gabbett's farm. He was giving away eight chickens yeah. for a pound. But then realised it was somebody so else's chicken. <laughs> My son took his jacket off on the escalator in the underground, only for his hand to become trapped in the mouth of the girl behind him. <laughs> As he removed the hand, she said, so she said, sorry, British politeness at its most extreme. If I was sat on public transport and someone took the jacket off and, he, and the hand went in my mouth, I'd slap their hand out my mouth. Get your goddamn hand out my mouth. OMG. Friend and I hailed a cab in a residential area. Guy, guy slowed down. We jumped in the back and told him our destination. When we got there, we asked how much it was, and he said he wasn't actually a taxi driver. He was just slowing down to turn into his driveway when we jumped in. But the fact he then took him to the destination. Love that. That's honest. <coughs> There was a laundry basket at the bottom of the stairs. I saw my husband's shirt in there and could have sworn I'd just cleaned that shirt. So I grabbed it, took a deep sniff. Nope, not my husband's shirt. My roommate's underwear. Uh, what? How big's, he, how big's the roommate? Of course, he came out of his room while I was sniffing. I wonder what I wonder what kind of jackets the guy wore. Like, what are those little... What's the pattern? Well, like a checked pattern underwear? Yeah, but I mean... If you thought underwear were jackets, yeah, I, it's like my mates always say that they could... It was a shirt, it was a shirt. Oh, sorry. I, my, my mates always say that they could wear my boxers as pants. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, uh, right, last couple. At the beach, had some rubbish in one hand and wallet in the other. Chucked wallet into large public bin instead of the rubbish. Scra scrabbling around in the bin. A passing lady took pity and offered me some chips. <laughs> <laughs> Just laughing at going into a shop. 
Uh, can I get a burger and chips, please? Yeah, that'll be five pounds, please. Getting a load of rubbish out your pocket, like, oh no, oh, I, I made a mistake. Some of them were absolutely belted. Yeah, great stuff. Um, right, okay, I've got some other stories as well. First one, we'll start with a little O here. O, what an O. One of my TA colleagues was looking through the Espo catalogue to order some items for the classroom. One item was scissors, and she could buy a pair and thought, great, one for me and one for the teacher. When the order arrived and was brought through by the site manager, she said, um, where are the other scissors I ordered? I ordered a pair of scissors, and I only have one. The site manager looked at her as if to say, are you serious? <laughs> she genuinely thought a pair of scissors meant two lots. We still rib, rib her about it a year on. Oh, God. Oh, God. I mean... Why would you only order two pairs of scissors anyway? Surely you're going class set there, especially out the Espo. Yeah, but Espo catalogue. Yeah, I feel sorry if, like, for the kids, you know, her kids, if she orders a pair of socks. They're only wearing one sock each. Picture this. No. Oh. Picture this. We were putting naked. No, right. Picture this. Assessment week in year four class. Are you picturing it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's the in there. <laughs> it was just so so thingy there. Like, picture this. Wow, tell me. Oh, year four tests. Right. right. The room is quiet. The children are all sat attentively waiting to begin. I'm finding that hard to picture, actually, going yeah. up my year fours. Mm, yes. <laughs> no, to be fair, my year fours are sound. Right. We read through the instructions on the paper. Me. Any questions? Opens a whole can of worms for a barrage of completely irrelevant to the assessment. Child. Are you still our teacher? Yes, of course. Why do you ask? Because you're watching us do our assessments. Does that not make you our tester? Me, eager to get started so the children have as much time as they're allowed. Yes, I suppose you could say that. I am your tester and you are my testees. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, my male teaching assistant snorts, covers his mouth with his hands and is visibly going red. The penny drops. Bit of innuendo for you guys. I've just referred to my class as my testes. Me, before anyone asks what's funny about testes. The correct word for a tester is an invigilator, which we're having a big push on vocabulary at this time. And you are still referred to as pupils or children who happen to be sitting the test. Times. <laughs> now get on with the test, ball bags. <laughs> Time starts, children are silently working. End of test, children leave for lunch. TA, mate, that was by far the funniest things I've ever heard in a classroom. I still work with a gentleman and every time we sit, see each other, it's like a game of who can say it first and make the other one laugh. Don't think he'll ever get old. You have one hour. Start now, ball sacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, right. So, uh, day three, Scissors Activity Year One decided to cut his fringe. Oh, dear. Also, new Year One student giving us death stares if we ask her to do anything. I don't know what that was in reference to. I don't know why that's there. I think that must have, uh, I don't, that must have been in response to a question, but I don't know what question it was. I don't know. <laughs> That's my favourite story of the app. <laughs> oh yeah. You one decided to cut his fringe. Also, another one, Death Stare. <laughs> Death Stare. Oh god. 
Right, okay. That is bad, though, cutting the fringe. Yeah. I wonder how many pairs of scissors they have. <laughs> <laughs> At least only one of them could have cut the fringe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, in my NQT year, I taught times tables in year five, and the kids really struggled. Minefield time and statistics. Um, so, the following year, I set out with hope and determination. Learning from my mistakes, I gave every child a clock where they could manipulate the hands to support them with the worksheet. I decided to sit with a child who I predicted might need a little bit of extra help. From across the room, the silence was broken by one child who bellowed, Mr. B, I've got a stiff cock. (laughs) (laughs) When I tried my best to keep a straight face, I laughed. I maintained to sustain some professionalism and used the classic line, uh, excuse me. The boy then got up and decided to show me his predicament. Immediately he began to fondle with the minute hand on the <laughs> clock and this time corrected his previous error and replaced his statement. Needless to say, I was in bits and even the kids picked up on my eyes watering and my low level wetting myself. The child in question didn't bat an eyelid. Absolute classic. I'd have replied with, I don't expect a stiff cock from my testes. (laughs) (laughs) We decided to take a group of year sixes on an educational trip to Dartmoor Prison. God. And the kids were all excited. When we got there, we got the general tour of rare breeds on the prison farm, etc., Beforehand, the children had been warned about not talking to any prisoners and we were told that they wore a particular type of striped jumper. There was one boy in the group who was generally the naughty boy of the class. Ooh, or the Should, bo- shouldn't yeah. say that. Yeah, that's, uh, who was the, generally the child who doesn't always make the right choices, choices and didn't do what he was told. Sometime during the talk, one of our tour guides, uh, by one of our tour guides, I noticed that the boy had wandered off and was chatting to a prisoner while leaning casually against a farm trailer. As I approached, all I could hear this kid was saying, Ah, so what are you in for, mate? (laughs) I couldn't laugh out loud at the time, but amused me greatly. Thought you might like this story. I Uh, mean, sounds a bit naughty, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not teaching related, except that I am a teacher. My four-year-old was stood at the top of the stairs shouting, Mummy, mummy, when I went to investigate, he told me, Max, his three-year-old younger brother, is throwing your booby holders down the stairs. I said, he's throwing what? Your booby holders. It was then I saw a pile of my bras at the bottom of the stairs. Bras. He was throwing my bras. I like that, I like that booby holders. Booby holders. <laughs> what, my hands? <laughs> my mouth's right here. <laughs> <laughs> Right, got a wonderful story for your podcast. Not a clue which category this would fall under. So my friend, who's a teacher too, was telling me that she was teaching her science lesson about fertilisation and sperm meeting egg. And one of the kids said, Miss, if there was a spot of sperm on a sofa and you sat on it with no clothes on, would you get pregnant? She obviously explained that they would, have to, uh, they would not have the energy to swim and would need more glucose and sugars. To which the child said, all right then, what if I was to pour some Lucasade on the sperm (laughs) before you sat down? (laughs) 
What a science experiment that'd be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, right. Um, Great. Couple more, couple more. Classroom injuries, should we have a couple of them? Right, funny story. Um, on a freezing, frosty morning in school, three reception children decided to lick the frost crystals on the climbing frame. Oh, my God. Their tongues immediately froze to the metal. One child decided to pull away, took the end of his tongue, blood everywhere. Oh, Mark, yeah, <laughs> ing, yeah, bird. Staff members told the others not to move while she ran off to get warm water to help detach each shed oh, tongues from the climbing that frame. Is, that is painful. That is dreadful. Oh. But are they, are they with the children? If they yeah. were the, if they were the chatterboxes in your class though, <laughs> you know you'd be a part of you that'd be like, yeah. Is that what you'd have to do? Just get some warm water. Just, and just then, very yeah. very lightly, yeah. Some warm yeah. water. I remember Luke saying. I remember walking into a pub in Ermston, and do you know if you get the Heineken? Yeah, yeah, pour, yeah, yeah. It always Don't has like, like ice around ice, it. Yeah, yeah. And some guy had put his tongue on it. Oh, it's so so... He's, it was stuck <laughs> as I walked in. I'm like, can I have two Legit? pints? <laughs> yeah, two pints of um Yeah, I think I'll go Moretti. Yeah. Moretti, yeah. please. Oh, um That's painful though. Right. Whilst most of our year group were on a residential, I had the remainder of the year group at school. We decided to have a DT day where the children designed and created their own London landmarks. As they started cutting and gluing, I reminded them that they shouldn't be stabbing holes in yogurt pots with their scissors, as they could slip and cause a nasty accident. All stabbing of yogurt pots should be left to me, as I knew what I was doing. A while later, two boys called me over and asked if I could put holes into several yogurt pots to build their cable cars. Of course, I said and went to my desk to get the sharp teacher scissors. Chatting away, I picked up the first pot, but I was being particularly stubborn, or it was being particularly stubborn, and was made of thick plastic. Eventually, I managed to stab the scissors through, but in the process, took a slice off the top of my finger. Ah. I realised what <laughs> I had done, and held my finger tightly, grimacing at how sore it was. One of the boys I'd helped looked at me and said, you're not okay, are you, miss? <laughs> I started to feel a bit faint, so called someone to cover my class as I went to first aid. I'd been driven to the doctors to have my finger glued back together. I was back in school within the hour, ready to carry on teaching. Every time I got the scissors out for the rest of the year, there was a comment from the kids about them using them safe. I would so be like, that. whoa, <laughs> you sure, miss, you sure? Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's painful. That, that is it? painful. Chopping off one of your digits. Oh, God. Um, right. I'll tell you what, though. Back in work after an hour, that's a true that, that. that is, I mean, I want to know where this doctor's is. It'd have taken a couple of days. Yeah, me? yeah. Um, right. Um, we'll finish the episode with a cheeky little confession, shall we? Oh, yes. <laughs> this one's called The Time I Ruined a Children's Birthday Party. Two-year secret. I teach in a school nursery, and each year we hold the nativity. As you can imagine, it is absolute chaos trying to get around fifty, trying to get around fifty-three and four-year-olds 
to participate in a play which somehow re represents the nativity. This particular year, the nativity had just finished. I was sweating through the effort of consoling the sobbing donkey for the last 20 minutes. And a mum comes up to me in the midst of the chaos and I'm trying to get 50 children off the stage and handed me a large pile of what I presumed were Christmas cards for all the children. She then proceeded to try and tell me that they were, uh, but due to joy, uh, proceeded to try and tell me what they were, but due to joy to the world blaring through the speakers, I could not hear her, so I was saying, pardon, three times. I simply could not ask again, so presumed she was just telling me there were Christmas cards for the whole class. We have a pigeonhole type scenario where we can collect craft cards, etc. the children have made and hand them out on the last day before Christmas. <laughs> you know where this is going. <laughs> Our nativity is held on the first week in December. So later on that day, once the children had gone home, I pull all of the said cards this parent had given me into each child pigeonhole, ready to go home on the last day before Christmas, so like three weeks later. <laughs> and I thought nothing of it until the week after on the Monday morning, the mum came to me at drop-off, quite obviously upset, and said, um, did you give those birthday invitations out I gave you the other week? Immediately, I knew what I had done. I panicked and said, uh, yeah, yeah, I did, thinking in my head, shit. I need to get those invites out the pigeonholes and get rid of the evidence ASAP. <laughs> she continued getting more upset and said, well, it's just I rented the entire cinema screen out for a birthday on Saturday and not one single person came. Oh, my. She was really upset. It was just me, her and a dad. And I can't understand why none of her friends came. Oh, my God. This is awful. I feel <laughs> sick. I have never felt like the worst teacher in my life. <laughs> well, I hate to say it, you are. <laughs> and the nominations for worst teacher in the world. <laughs> I continued to reassure mum I had in fact sent out. I can't believe he's sticking with the lie. <laughs> sticking with it. And I could they not... got it away. <laughs> and I could not admit my massive error out of sheer embarrassment and suggested that maybe all of the children had plans with it being so close to Christmas. <gasps> Throwing all the kids under the bus as well. What a shocking effort. Safe to say, I felt insanely guilty about this for two years now. <laughs> and there's only me and my TA who know the truth. I tell you what, that's a TA you need to keep in it. <laughs> Go to the trenches with that TA. In fact, I did not send a single invitation out, all because I felt too embarrassed to ask her what she had said more than three times. The child later went on to a different school for reception. Thankfully. <laughs> That's so... Oh, my God. It's my party. Oh, yeah. Thankfully. But late at night when I lie in bed, I still think about that child sat in the empty cinema, oh. surrounded by balloons and popcorn when no one came to a birthday. Oh. oh, my God. Do you know the only positive there I'm thinking is if your dad... And you're there with mum and daughter. Yeah. You'd have probably bought loads of nachos and popcorn for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have filled his booth there. Oh, but that, that is. Do you know what? That, that is, affected me that. That's a great confession. It's a great confession, but. It's, it's more of a warning. Personally, I'd have just had to take it on the. I'd, I'd have, have just been like, do you know what? I'm really sorry. And then what I'd have done the thing is, the is I'd have said, look, what we'll do is. We'll have a party in a, school. A, a film in school. We'll have a party yeah. in school. Yeah, you had to and, do that. And, 
but not that <laughs> not that teacher to save face. Nah, definitely gave him out. Yeah, but but you know, I think all the children. I think it's the children don't yeah, like surely, your child. I surely think it's there's kind of a plan. Surely there's a WhatsApp group with parents there, or or yeah. if it's a long time ago, you'd have just you know if you're if if you've got a kid, Joanne. Whose party it was? No one rocked up. You'd see Abigail's mum and be like, "Did you get Joanne's birthday invite?" And she'd be yeah. like, "No, no." The fact that it's all that teacher is playing with fire. Now. I know, yeah, because that should have. In any other school, that would have backfired, wouldn't it? Oh. Unless it was a parent who obviously didn't pick up. Do you know what I mean? Like, was never around. The thing is, I, I feel for the kid. It, that that's oh. affected me. That the fact the child didn't stay on at that school. Because it's like, well, no one turned up for the birthday. No one, no one likes me. Oh god! The teacher clearly doesn't. That child's probably got issues. <laughs> probably still, that is bad. Great confession. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> Thank you for Thank that. Thank you so much. And this is the thing, guys. These confessions. Well, don't be doing stuff like that just to send it in. <laughs> yeah. But these sort of confessions, share them on the website to mrpspodcast.com. Completely anonymous. So. No one's judging you because we don't know who you are. I mean, we are judging oh, well, you. But we're we don't massively know. judging you, uh, but we don't <laughs> yeah. know who you are. So we, we we could meet you at a show or in the street. Yeah, and yeah. You could, if you say to us, "I'm the one," <laughs> whisper <laughs> it. The meet and greet after the show. Yeah. Like, the show was great. I'm the one. <laughs> Someone did that yet last night, didn't they? So on last week's episode when we did that disgusting yeah. story about the child licking poo off the toilet seat, yeah. that teacher was there yesterday. She was like, I was the one who shared the story about uh, licking poo off the toilet seat. And we were like, did you? Yeah. Like, no, no, not, not me. me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> but no, thank you so, so much for that story. And I Back hope that the child is okay and has yeah, very, yeah, yeah. has full cinema What would have been the worst film? To have watched it on her own? Yeah, yeah. Something sad. <laughs> Like up, yeah. Oh god, <laughs> don't, don't. Lion King, just yeah. like oh god. But no, thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, we massive, massively appreciate your support. Um, as always, please get involved with your stories. Head over to the website, share them anonymously. Anything that you think will give us a bit of a giggle, um, or shock us, or uh, that yeah. has shocked me to my or, boots. Uh, just just help us pass judgment. It's <laughs> um, unbelievable. And get involved in the Facebook group if you've not yet got your tickets for the live show. Go and get your tickets. We've had loads of people who are just you know making a weekend of it, finding a venue you spending the weekend honestly we make we try our hardest to give you as much of a giggle and a laugh to just try and take your mind off what is uh you know hard stressful job at the minute um and people seem to be enjoying it which is which is amazing uh facebook group get involved in the uh, i've already said that Anna. and if you've not yet left a review on apple Podcasts, please do that because it really does help us move up the charts there as well yeah and just <clears throat> i just like to say obviously if you work in the rest of this week Hope it goes quick. If you're yeah. off this week, hope it goes really slow. Bit of a, <laughs> yeah. bit of a double there, but uh, have an amazing Easter break. If you come yeah. into a show, can't wait to see you. And yeah, enjoy it. You've all deserved it. And we'll see you on the other side. Take yeah. care.